Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 124 of the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank. Alongside me, the illustrious Tyler. That's me. How are you doing, Tyler? I'm all right. I'm tired. How are you? You know, I would be tired, but... I, I don't have know. an I energy just, drink sitting in front I just, of you. I have an energy drink sitting in front of me. I am trying right now the Juice Monster Ooh. Mango Loco. Ooh. And I've got to say, it's pretty good. It does not taste like a monster energy drink. Yeah. Yeah, I like them. I, I discovered that because we have a vending machine in our office that has way too many energy drinks in it. So I'm like, you know, that can has a nice design. I'll try it. Energy is the future, Tyler. It is. Well, what I don't understand is is our offices like they have like these wellness initiatives and all this stuff. And I'm like, OK, that's cool. But then get rid of the fucking vending machine in the lunchroom that ha- that's just stocked with soda and like shit. You know, you got to have it both ways, Tyler. Yeah. I'm like, you gotta, OK, you got to be able to destroy yourself and fix it at the same time. Because yeah. if you don't destroy yourself, there's nothing to fix. Yeah. I, uh, there's a Whole Foods in Lancaster, and they have a bunch of, like, indie energy drinks. Ooh, I, I need to go. I need to go now. <laughs> you said indie energy yeah. drinks. I need there's to like a, There's, like, a whole line of them. I have one in my, my fridge. I haven't tried it yet. I'm going, going to have it What's tomorrow. It Please. Um, hi, okay. something. You can pop my fridge open and find it. It's, like, it says sparkling water energy. So I'm like, what's that mean? What's it called? High high bender. It's called highball. 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 Okay, that's right. It's wild berry. Wild berry naturally. Let's let's just read some of the stuff here on the can here. All right. Zero calories. Zero sugar. Unsweetened. Yeah. What are you doing to yourself? But then it has caffeine in it, apparently. Yeah, it's got. Yep. I don't. I don't really know. Right after carbonated water and natural flavor, it has organic caffeine. Yeah. Organic. Organic. You're you're coming from the earth. (laughs) Some grass-fed caffeine. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh man, I'm gonna I'm gonna try it. Maybe it's fake shit. Won't do anything. Yeah, it's weird, man. But you know, you got all your you got all your B12. Yeah. Yeah. Six. Yeah. Well, maybe it's energy because it's coming from the fruit. This has uh, organic guarana. Organic ginseng, both of those at 50 milligrams and 160 milligrams of organic caffeine. Made in San Francisco. Oh, shit. Yeah, there's a whole line of them. They have like a ton of different flavors. So I'm like, I'll try it. I'll try it. There's some other indie energy drinks there, too. (laughs) I also see in your fridge you weren't able to get rid of that last sour monkey. No, no. It's frustrating. It's awful. It's just going to live in my fridge until I can find somebody and just chuck it at their fucking head because it's such an awful beer. It's more useful as a weapon as a, than a probably, drink anyway. Probably. Yeah. I uh, uh, I was playing Fortnite with, with some dudes the other night and one of them, I'm like, have you guys had Sour Monkey? And the guy's like, yeah, that's what I'm drinking right now. I'm like, ugh, ugh, ugh. Feel sorry for you, bro. He just drinks it like nothing. I'm like, ew. Ow. Gross. Shit's nasty. 
dude, that yeah, it's it's like sour candy mixed with beer. I I know last time and it's just yeah. I struggled to finish it, but I, I pounded it out. I, I was yeah. a trooper. Yeah, he did. He did. Pounded that shit out. We also pound away. <laughs> uh, yeah, that wasn't a great, great chance. You know what? <laughs> we played video games. We did. And right after the show yesterday, we played a little bit of a way out. Yeah. And I thought it was goofy in some ways. I can't take this story seriously. No, no I can't take the, the characters or the story seriously. But, it, I mean, it is an interesting experience because yeah, there's kind of no co-op experience out there like it. Yeah, it's definitely, uh, it's a lot different than uh, the other co-op games that we've played. Yeah, definitely. And that's just what I kind of like about it is like the situations that can put you in can be kind of interesting. Like you got to go get the laundry cart to go get back here. But like, who's going to do it and who's going to hide in there and all this stuff. And, I like, you know, that. like looking out for the guards to see if they're yeah. coming to, to the cell or something, holding yeah. up the guards, like distracting them mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like there's no real, even though they're, they put you in interesting situations, there's no real challenge to it. Like it's all, it's all easy stuff, but, but it's, it's been fun so far. Uh, and, and I've, I've enjoyed myself, uh, playing it. Um, I think one of the best parts about this game is just randomly talking to the people yeah, in yeah. the prison. <laughs> like their lines of dialogue are so bad and so like poorly written and the voice acting's bad, but it kind of works for it. Like it's kind of like a bad movie that you kind of enjoy watching. You know it's bad, but it's that's kind of the good thing about it. Yeah. In a way, that's kind of how I feel about a way out. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's definitely it's it's like a TV movie. Yeah, it's like you flip on the TV and you see they're playing this movie, and you know it's not great, but hey, it's on. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to continuing. Weird, weirdly enough, even though we were playing split screen, like I I very rarely looked over at your your side of yeah. the screen at all. Like it was it was engaging enough. Yeah, even when like the other player is technically more of the focus yeah yeah and, and i like how like um like you could be in a, a cutscene and i'll be actually doing something or something like that it's that stuff's kind of cool yeah i like it uh there's not a whole lot to it though besides just a story and you're just going through it and you know that's fine see but. i i would like a better written game in this kind of format yeah Exactly. Exactly. At least so far. We'll see as we progress through it, but yeah. We we stopped at a pretty pivotal moment. Yes. So, we'll pick it up from from there. Um yeah, uh, that's the big thing that I played this week. Honestly, I played some Fortnite Season 5, played like, you know, a lot of the new map and it's interesting. Some of the new areas are really fucking awesome. Like especially out in the game. desert. What what does it what does the what does the map look like? <laughs> so they got rid of the Wailing Woods and they replaced it with a whole new area that's desert themed. Mm. And there's like a racetrack there and a big fucking beautiful 
estate of like a hotel called the Paradise Palms. I really like um, there. There's a lot of really cool things. There's like these Viking areas now. Um, they got rid of Anarchy Acres and it's now a golf course called the Lazy Links, which I love Lazy Links probably way more than Anarchy Acres because one of the new additions to this game is fucking golf carts. Oh. You can get in a golf cart with four people and just do you and we <laughs> it was so funny we had two different golf carts for no reason we all could have fit in one but why not let's take two a convoy man exactly well you gotta scare off the enemy and we were on a bridge i forget where we were but then uh we saw another team we started uh to open fire and they kind of started overwhelming us. They had the better position. They started building a little bit better and all this stuff. And and we were in the bridge and I look back and one of the guys on our team just destroyed the top and built a ramp and just drove the golf cart up and was like, come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. And, and he just drops down from like the ceiling area that was in this bridge. And then I hop in, we drive away. We just quickly pick up the uh, one of our other buddies and just drove off. And then these guys just hunted us the entire match, but we just kept driving 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 we could not get a good position like at all to just settle down because they just kept hunting us down so we were driving around like a bunch of idiots in in these it felt like playing like uh like halo when you just get in a warthog and you just keep driving around like idiots and you're annoying everybody like that's what it felt like uh and then we just they got us and they got us real good eventually uh there was another instance where we had the golf cart and i felt like i was in a gang dude like i it felt like urban warfare just rolling around we we would see like one dude we would all hop out of the golf cart just mow this dude down then hop back in the golf cart and go find the next guy (laughs) it's a blast i i honestly like the addition of the golf carts i think it's interesting because now you can get across the map kind of quickly they've made i feel like they made the map a little bit it feels bigger, but I don't think it necessarily is, but uh, I like that. Um, a lot of, some of the new weapons are neat as well. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's still the same old, same old, same old, but it's got some, some new additions to it. I swear we probably played 10, 12 matches and we came so close to winning every single one of them. It was so depressing so many times just finishing constantly like top five it's like fuck there's only like 15 guys left Mm or man that was the last team and they just there was one match where it came the circle closed in on the racetrack and the racetrack's pretty cool because it's kind of got this like crazy pattern to it and then there's a bunch of buildings around it and uh we were on the edge of the circle hold up in in one of the buildings there was another team in one of the other buildings and we're just shooting rockets at each other you know how it goes at Fortnite, popping shots at each other and it it was super super intense and uh turns out that it was better to be on the other side of the racetrack because uh because of the way the circle went oh the circle then hopped to the other side of the racetrack so basically we were screwed we had to run out in what felt like no man's land and once we hopped out there it was 
it was over. No matter how much we were building or moving or, you know, spreading ourselves out, it was, we were toast. That was depressing. Fortnite. Fortnite. It's neat. You know what else is neat? What? When video games redeem themselves. Yeah, that's usually a and good this thing. This week, I, I am pleased to say that No Man's Sky has redeemed itself. In a very big way. Tell me about it. So this week, No Man's Sky's next update dropped. And I played No Man's Sky at launch. I played a little bit when they did the Atlas Rising stuff. Never got through the entire Atlas Rising story. But coming back to it this week with the next update was kind of eye-opening seeing how much better the game is now. Mm -hmm. I... So I started I started over again and like with the onboarding process is so fast, like it gets you like get you up to speed really quickly. Like it's hardly there's not as much like screwing around just to get your ship ready. That's good. Like it's like it's a lot it's a lot easier and a lot it's yeah, yeah it's just a lot easier to get your shit up and running. That was kind of a problem with the game it launched because of how you know everything's kind of random about it mm-hmm. and maybe the materials you needed were like way on the other side of the planet that you were starting on that that's what happened to me and it's like well now i'm just wandering forever and this kind of stinks so that's good to hear so yeah they've they've changed around a lot especially like the, the uh, materials have changed like they instead of like having all these different categories of materials and stuff like uh, it's just like it's it's more straightforward than that. Uh, That's good. And it, I'd say, like within twenty minutes, I was off the ground and exploring. Wow, that's awesome. That's very good. Yeah, and it, the base building's really cool. Like, there's now resource processing, so. Kind of like in Minecraft, you put in your fuel, you put in your resource, and out pops a new resource mm. that, that'll help you out with other things. Uh, there's, can you build a base wherever you want? Yeah, if you can build a base module, you can build your base wherever you want. So I have wow. a base actually built like right next to a trading post, since it's convenient yeah. to have one there. Yeah. But yeah, you can build like multiple bases too. Like hmm. I had a base, I, I haven't checked if you can have multiple bases on one planet. But I in this one system, I had a base on one planet and a base on another planet, and yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's yeah, it is, and like uh, when you build your structures, uh, your your housing, like if you build and close in a structure, uh, it becomes a habitable zone, so you don't have to worry about the elements within your buildings. Mm. So you can kind of create safe zones, mm-hmm. and that that's pretty cool. Uh, there are it, other things. There's uh, there's a new thing that helps you like it's kind of incentivizes searching around and stuff. It's called a blueprint scanner, and you go around and dig up uh, salvage technology and scan it with a blueprint scanner, and you get to uh, you get to build new things with that, and that's pretty cool. Just different progression systems. Uh, yeah, and there's like missions, there's bounties. There's uh, so there's actual missions now. Yeah, like you'll go up to your to space station and uh, like you'll go to the mission. Uh, the, I forget what they're actually called, but there's this person who gives out missions in every station. 
And uh, like you, some of them are simple as taking a screen, like go take a photo of a, an outpost, go take a photo of a desert planet or like, and then there's other stuff where it's like destroy these sentinel, de- well, destroy a certain number of sentinels, feed animals, hey. discover, scan animals, scan mm-hmm. plants, yeah. stuff like that. And yeah, you do that, you go get rewards. They added another currency called, well, it wasn't in this update, it was in a previous update, but it's kind of new to me. Uh, nanites, which are used to buy blueprints for other stuff, like you can buy blueprints for upgrades to your your uh, multi-tool, your suit. If you get those blueprints through that, and those are just the essentials. Uh, you also, I forget how else you spend nanites. I think, yeah, you can actually buy upgrade modules themselves, not just blueprints mm-hmm. uh, that you can uh, just install onto your stuff right away. That gives you an instant bonus. Nice, nice. It sounds sounds like there's a lot more to it. There is, and I have a freighter. Oh, so you yeah. did? You did? I've played a lot of No Man's Sky this okay. week. Uh, I've I've gone through. I've I visited a lot of different systems. I've played some of the story stuff. Uh, it's a little bit strange. Like you're looking for this person who like you get coordinate data to a place that shouldn't exist. Which is uh, weird, uh, but yeah, that's so you're interesting there. In so that, your that objective story. isn't to get to the center of the universe there are anymore. Multiple objectives at any time you can choose okay. to work towards one of them. Wow, that's cool. Because that that was something that uh, you know the game it launched. It was like, okay, I can visit different planets. I, this one might be cool. This one's shit. But like, yeah, there's a whole like there's a whole log system now with all your quests and that's good. There now awesome. too. That sounds awesome. Uh, and it, you can create a quest for yourself. Like if you need to create something, you can pin a blueprint and it'll mm-hmm. guide you through building that. Uh, and that that's super useful. Like it, I don't I don't memorize how to build this one thing, so I'll just pin it there and yeah. yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah, I got my freighter, which is your ca- which is your capital ship, and then you have you can have frigates. It, your your first freighter you get by saving a freighter that's under attack by pirates, and it gives it to you for free. Uh, I think it pops randomly whenever you jump into a system, whether that event triggers or not. And this was like space battle. This stuff. was space battle. How did how did the Controls feel and flying feel for that because that's something that I thought sucked. And it's different from ship to ship. Okay. So right now the ship that I currently. All right. So here's. So there's different ships now. Yes, there's plenty of different ships. Okay. And there's different classes of ships. So awesome. On the very first planet that I was on, as soon as I got up and flying, I found a crashed ship, and holy shit, it was an A class freighter, and. You start off with a C-class vessel, mm-hmm. and this A-class freighter worth, I want to say, three million units. So I was like, yes, I'm going to fix that motherfucker up, because that's going to be my ship, because it has a shit ton of storage space. Yeah. I think your starter ship starts with, like, 15 slots, but this one had, like, 32 potential slots. And it works differently now, because used to, when you would repair a ship... Uh, and bring it on all you would have to do to like there would be certain locked slots that like I guess indicate that they were broken or you had to fix something on the ship to unlock those slots 
and you just pay units for them before. But now, now it's a little bit more interesting. Like certain slots will have different problems that you have to uh, get different resources for. So that's a little bit more interesting. Hmm. All right. But yeah, so I'm I'm in a hauler which is not good at space combat mm. because it is meant it is a space truck. <laughs> yeah. But I managed to kill him because I had some pretty was that good? Weapons. Like did that was that fun so, to do or my ship definitely felt like a space truck. <laughs> I I've flown smaller ships since you can have multiple ships now. You can buy ships and add them to your you can have ships in your collection and you can wow. You, there's a utility where you like you press down on the D-pad and there's all these different menu options and one of them's utilities and you can summon one of the ships in your collection it, and if there's a if there's a place for it to land it'll land right there and then you can switch that to your primary ship yeah so I, yeah I, I've flown some of the smaller the uh, fighter ships and those are tight all right damn Flying in third person looks real cool too Oh yeah, that's right. You can do third person cool. now. There's third person. There's character customization. So does the game actually look a lot better too? Yeah, the, the, awesome. like all the clouds and the draw distance is a lot better too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How does the how does like wildlife look? Wildlife, it, well, a lot of it's still, still look wonky, still goofy. Like a yeah. lot of it's still goofy, but. Uh, Wildlife behavior is a lot different. You'll see like actual packs of animals mm. in a herd together. You'll right. see like you'll see big like you'll see predators hunting herds, uh, like birds and stuff, and to and like flying worms and all that shit. It's really, I think it's really cool. Yeah. Wow. It sounds like it's a completely different game. Yeah. Like literally a completely different game because really cool. The game. <sighs> When it first launched, it just felt like the first hour or two. I, I still think, even if you played the launch version, it's like, wow, this is actually pretty neat because mm-hmm. you're getting off into space. It's like, oh my gosh, all this stuff is here. You land on a planet or two or three, and it's like, wow, this is neat. But then to me, I just found it like, I was like, yeah, this isn't really fun to play, really. And then, and then. You know, there just wasn't much to really do. Like, there wasn't that goal to keep me going. You know, there wasn't, like, a cool ship to get, a cool item to help me build my base or something, the next story mission, whatever. Like, there really wasn't any of that shit, you know? And now, like, it feels like, and it sounds like, it's the game that everybody did truly want yeah in that in that sean murray was like kind of talking about you know it just took a while have you ran into anybody uh i don't think that's necessarily how it works okay uh, so you can just you team can, up with friends you can or team something up with people okay. or you can join up with random people. okay that makes sense um I, I haven't run into anyone randomly i have joined up with people randomly they got a little bit uh, mad that i was taking some of the high value items mm. So you can kick people out of your game too if that okay. becomes a problem. That's good. That's good. Uh, but I've I've been seeing stuff online of people playing together and that looks like it's working just fine. There was a funny story where someone was saving someone else because they were literally trapped, like they got in a bad situation and they couldn't find the resources to get their ship off the ground. Uh, so their friend came in and helped them. <laughs> That's pretty which awesome. I'm sure there was a way for them to get. Their- 
off the ground, it yeah. would have been a pain in the ass. Is that a pain in the ass still? I haven't run. On... I haven't run into that problem because okay. a lot of the planets I visited have had the resources I've needed. Yeah, because that was kind of a pain in the ass. Because you have to, you have to make those. I forget what they're called. Well, now it's, it's called. Is, that, is it different now? So it's either uranium now, or you build a launch fuel. Okay. Yeah, that sounds Which a little bit different. Which launch fuel is made out of some of the most common stuff out there. Mm, okay. Because like you had to make these certain thingies in order to get your shit off the ground or, or well, hop to the next to system be, or whatever. Uh, oh, yeah. For warp drives? Yeah. Uh, yeah. There, that stuff still exists, but it's a lot easier to, okay. to access. Yeah, it was kind of a pain in the ass to make. Especially if, like, you needed certain resources, but planet after planet after planet didn't have those resources, and, like, that sucks. No, it seems like a lot of the basics on are on every planet now. Cool. Sweet. That's good. And I found a very funny planet. Well, not funny. It was a very fun experience on a planet. I drop onto it. It's just desolate. It looks like the moon. Craters everywhere. I drop down, I land. I look around. There's all these like so. There's this rare. Um, they're basically just treasures. There's no real use for them other than selling them. Uh, they're called graviton balls or something like that. And there's just a shit ton of them everywhere. I get out of my ship. It says no flora, no fauna, no life, uh, no weather, high security. There are sentinels buzzing everywhere and they attack oh, on sight. Shit. So I was jumping through the craters and stuff, collecting all these high value items while these sentinels were chasing me. And I made a fucking killing off. Yeah. Of that. Yeah. It was like a high risk game. Wow. But it was really cool. That's awesome. That's awesome. And, and, you know, now that there's like a game there, it's, it is kind of. It still was, even at launch, impressive on what they made of like there literally is a universe here and you can go to see all these different planets and then you don't know what you're going to find like that. That still is super impressive to me. And now that they've just expanded upon it, made a video game, more of a video game there. I think that's awesome. I mean, it's it's so I, I really didn't expect it. I just didn't expect this game to come back in any sort of big way. I just thought it was going to be be that talking point of the generation of like, oh, yeah, remember No Man's Sky? Remember the hype for No Man's Sky and how much of a kind of a thud it was after all when it launched? But now that they, you know, they're actually making a comeback, everybody's really enjoying the game now. People are playing the game again. It's awesome. It's really awesome. Like I, I, I almost can't think of a better redemption story in, in yeah, video games. I mean, there's been some games that you know launch poorly and they kind of turn around. I think you know another great example of this generation is Rainbow Six Siege. You know, I, I, it was a good game at launch, but uh, they definitely, definitely have turned that game around. The Division's another one. Destiny, uh, when the Taken King launched. So, like, there's been some good examples, but I think just because of the the hype that this game had compared to the, the shit that it took when it launched, compared to now where people are really excited about it again, you know, I think that's absolutely the best story. Yeah, a long time. so far, like a lot of not just myself, I'm seeing a lot of other people who are really enjoying this game now, too. It's 
It's going to be interesting to see where it lands because now they're they've said they are going to have weekly content. Yeah. For it, so I'm interested to see what that looks like and see how the how the game even moves even further from from this point. It's yeah, I'm very interested. Yeah, me too. And in good on them. I mean, really, because they could have just get, gave up and just went away, mm-hmm. but they just put their heads down, and said, "You know what? We said some of these things. People want some of these things. Let's fucking do it. Yeah, let's put it in the game." And I, I don't mean to plug any outlets, but there there was a really good interview that Sean Murray had with uh, Patrick Klepik and Austin Walker. Mm-hmm. It's over on uh, Waypoint. And like that interview is very telling of what was going through their what was going through their heads as it launched and how they got to where they are. Yeah, I'll have to read that because it sounds yeah. fascinating. Like I, I would was that with Sean Murray? I'm yeah, assuming. that was with Sean Murray. Yeah. And it even explains like how they didn't want a figurehead, but they kind of just had to have one. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I would love if No Clip made a documentary on No Man's Sky. That would be. I really, really would. good. That would just be because that's it's it's a spectacular story. It really is. You know, I think this is could be one of those things that you know when you look back on 2018 of like what were some of the big things in gaming. It's like oh yeah, No Man's Sky's redemption. <laughs> you know, to me that's that's a big thing for the year. And it's a good honestly. time for it too. Like right now is the perfect really time. Good time. Absolutely, you couldn't launch in a better time. Awesome. I also played another game that released that released last week, actually. Uh, Mother Gunship. Oh yeah, how's that? I said I was going to play it, and I did play it, and I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. You build guns. You blow shit up. You blow shit up. All right. It's. I think there are a lot of really cool things about it. There's just one gripe that I have. And it's just one character in the game is so fucking annoying. I actually wrote a little bit about it on my blog, but uh, the colonel, I forget, Colonel What's-His-Nuts, we'll call him. Uh, Whenever you lose a mission, and this is a rogue, well, it's a run-based game where it's kind of implied that you might fail a couple times before you do this. Every time you die, this motherfucker is the snarkiest asshole ever about it. And I'm like, dude... Could you just lay off? Mm-hmm. I'm like, it, it, not in this kind of game, dude. Yeah. Is this a rogue like and or whatever? Not really. It's kind of weird. It's got like every level's procedurally generated. It's a set of rooms. Uh, it's weird. You like the missions. You you have a stockpile of parts that you eventually build up through just playing missions. You take parts out of missions. Uh, and you take a few in them and that's your risk. The risk is those parts. Cause if you die in a mission, you lose everything that you have in your inventory on that mission. I got you. But you have your stockpile back on your, on your home base. So you have that stockpile of weapons and you, uh, of weapons, connectors, caps. I think I explained that last week. Uh, you have that stockpile back there and then you bring, you select a few, you have a limit, you can select a few of them and you bring them on the mission and Yeah. And at the beginning of the mission, there's an area for you to build your weapons to start off the okay. mission with. And then there's shops in the middle of the missions where you buy new weapons, new parts, new, all that kind of stuff. Right. Uh, but yeah, it, you, you build mid-mission too, so you can your build changes throughout. 
are like random rooms there are challenge rooms there are secrets on each level uh that you can find uh basically just holes in the wall that like kind of like the wall disappears when you get close enough to them you find stuff that way mm-hmm. uh yeah i'm having a lot of fun with it it runs very well as a shooter uh it feels good to shoot in that game and you can build some really monstrous monstrous guns yeah like you, i like big guns i built something <laughs> that should be in a ratchet and clank game it's pretty fucking cool it's awesome but yeah, I'm I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm still playing the story of that. There, there's a story mode, and then there's an endless mode. Uh, it, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, I played a little bit of Destiny Two. I won't say too much about it, but uh, I'm up to 380. I'm 380. 380. Yeah, you ready to start getting your 400 armor? Yeah, I know. I'm 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 kind of like basically outside of doing the raid layers which we're going to actually try to do this weekend and and maybe eventually the actual raid um in doing some of these pursuits for exotic weapons i don't really have a purpose in that game uh-huh. <laughs> i mean I, I mean yeah getting my power level up that's cool but like i'm i'm where i want to be right now and in in i don't need to really go further without trying to do these things i'm only so. 365 <laughs> that's fine yeah, I think because the first raid layer is only at 300. So I imagine we get a decent crew. We'll wipe, wipe that one's ass. Um, the new one's 370. So we get. Oh, yeah, exactly. And, and, and we get we get some other people that are above 370 or whatever. And yeah. you're, you're totally fine. It's not like you're going to be useless. You know what I mean? You, you'll be you'll be doing work. So I'm excited. Be good. Yeah. Excited to, to do Fucking the thing. New Monarchy one. Faction round. Did they? Holy shit. Did not expect that. Fuckers. Man, this is two times in a row. That orbit is not one. What's up with this shit? I don't know. I got to get on there and represent yeah, more now. I need to, What's up with this? I th- is there going to be another faction rally before season? When? What is technically season? the end of season three? Is that the launch of the new DLC? I want to say that's what it is. I'm going to... So see, yeah, I'm going to see if that's if out. there's another faction rally between now and then. I'm going to go fucking hard. Do, do you know if our mutual friend got to got all of his uh, tokens, got all of got his all his rank to uh, get to fifty? To 50. To get the, get I have no comments. clue, but every time I looked, he was on playing Destiny. So I'm like, maybe. I mean, you can get a lot really quick, especially if you if you can get the five times yeah. renown uh, by do by looting a lost sector. I mean, you'll get a shitload just like that, and then that's a few levels right there. So, and you can do that every day. Who knows? I have no clue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. I really want to. Uh, yeah, I think I'll I'll grind to that too in the next faction rally because I have nothing to do. What you what you got there? You got some evidence. Um, looking because yeah, I I'm not sure like how often have I feel like these faction rallies have been like every two weeks or something. Yeah, they kind of have been going back and forth between faction rallies and um, Iron Banner. Yeah, so uh, so I imagine that soon we'll have. 
Iron Banner again, then right after that's Faction Rally. So, um, when this season, as title says, so September 4th. So it ends when Forsaken launches. Cool, cool, cool. So, plenty of time to, to still get there. I think I'm only at 13, maybe. So I have a long ways to go, but at the same time, I'm like, fuck, like I should grind that out because the Graviton Lance wrecks. It Mm. destroys. Oh, I got another weapon today. Oh, yeah. I got a new uh, cold heart. Mm. Yeah. Cold heart's good. Uh, Yeah, I got that uh, for my... uh, what's it called flashpoint this Mm -hmm. week i feel like a damn idiot like for as long as i played destiny 2 i did not know that you could use auto rifles to infuse into trace rifles to upgrade them oh yeah i did not know that for this entire time i played this game until like a week or two ago okay also i was told by our buddy that they added a kind of a secret quest sort of thing. Oh yeah, where you something. can get an exotic sniper yeah, rifle or something. Black spindle. Yeah, it's basically like the black spindle. Yeah. Like that was in Destiny One, and in Destiny One, that was like you had to do very specific things in a very specific mission at a specific time, and that unlocks this passage that leads you to this other area where then you had ten minutes to go from the start and kill the boss, and so you're fighting through waves of dudes uh that was kind of challenging but you know eventually you got it down you get to the boss with five six minutes left you're like okay we're good no you're not you're probably not good it took us so many tries to get it back in destiny one because the boss was really hard the enemies can quickly become overwhelming if you don't manage it correctly and yeah it was it was a pain in the ass and but it was such a exciting rewarding thing because when that when someone first discovered that it was like oh shit we gotta go do that like now and when we eventually complete it was like oh my goodness yeah, can't I'm believe, interested can't believe we got this, this. New thing out yeah exactly so that's another thing that that i want to do yeah so there's a lot of destiny ahead for us yeah yeah i mean they're they're turning around mm-hmm. um the only other thing I did is I beat that Mario and Rabbids Donkey Kong DLC oh, cool. on Switch. Excellent. That's all I'll say. Octopath as well. How's that? It is. It just keeps getting better. Good. I f- so I got to chapter two of Primrose's story. And oh my God, I think she's my favorite character, honestly, mm. so far. Like, I feel like her writing is. It's the most. It's kind of it's the darkest of all of them at least so far uh it definitely hits some it makes you feel gross a little bit about certain characters okay and yeah it i think it's fantastically done and that game is i think that game is the most i like that art style a lot and i think it's it's the best thing i've seen since Pyre, I think. I think it's my favorite looking game since Pyre. I think it's a valid argument because both those games are beautiful. Mm -hmm. Sweet. Mm. 
interested. I, I think I'm going to... Oh, man. I keep saying I think I'm going to finish this game. But then No Man's Sky comes out, and, like, does that game have an end? I don't think so. Probably not. That's an endless time sink. Yeah. <laughs> I, I also finished uh, the... I'm not sure if I finished it last week but i finished the elder scrolls online somerset okay i've i beat all the quest lines in that uh it's it's fantastic i i think uh the way that wraps up is really cool yeah awesome oh man all right i think that's everything yeah that's all i got that's all the video games you talked a little bit about fortnite it's gonna get a few new competitors uh i didn't actually put the other one in here but uh h1z1's coming out of beta uh at the beginning of august well fortnite's still in beta yeah well whatever the (laughs) fuck that means um but also realm royale is joining the battle royale of battle royales and realm royale I think is a superior game to Fortnite in a number of ways. So I, I've played a little bit of the beta on uh, PC or no, I think it was in alpha when I played on PC, whatever, but I played this game on PC. So I can, I can talk a little bit more about what it's about. So there are like, there are five classes. Let me, let me think there's the warrior. There's the thief. There's the hunter. There's the mage. Oh, there's the engineer. So there's five, five classes. Uh, and each of them have different ability, ability sets and ultimate weapons and stuff like that. Uh, so you would choose your class before the match starts and you drop in as that class. And the map is a lot cooler than Fortnite's map. I, don't, I haven't seen the new Fortnite map, but this one has a lot of different regions with a lot of different arts, mm-hmm. a lot of different styles to each region. And uh, it's so you drop down, you get, I think you start with a knife, you find weapons and stuff. The weapons are pretty cool. It feels good to shoot. This is made by the same people who made Paladins. Oh, uh, so it's that kind of art style. Okay. So they're trying to have two battle royales going because doesn't paladins have a I I don't think that's a thing. A battle royale? I, okay. I don't know if that's a I think that's what I think they were trying to make that thing but then they realized that wouldn't be that that it would that would have been held to manage oh. uh balance. Uh so they made this thing. Uh, and these aren't any of the paladins characters. Uh and like so you drop down like you open crates to get a you you find crates to get weapons and stuff like that. Uh, the weapons have different rarities and stuff, you know, the typical things. So if you already have a weapon of a greater rarity, the interesting thing about this is that you can break wep- break stuff down. Uh, so if you find armor that isn't good enough for you, you can break that down and get these shards. Okay. You, you can even do that with abilities, which you find also. And the abilities you find are class-specific to to whoever opened it. Uh, and it's like you go to these areas on the map called forges and they're marked on the map and you go to these forges and you can spend your shards there to start forging a weapon. And that takes time. And while that's happening, a smokestack will come out of the forge. So, you know, if someone's using a forge, mm. all right, so you can go there, <laughs> kill them, steal their shit. Well, steal their shit. If they're building armor or a class ability or class weapon that is your class. 
Mm. But if it isn't your class, it kind of sucks. You can break their stuff down. Uh, and the only way you can get your class weapon is if you kill another player and you get a chicken nugget. Mm. So do you get chicken dinner when you win? I if guess. there's chicken nuggets. I, I haven't won a game of this. Yeah. I'm not... I haven't. I didn't play enough Realm Royale to get good at it, mm-hmm. just enough to know what that game is. Uh, and I, I think it's really interesting. I think the whole forge system, the whole crafting system, and like just having diff- different classes and abilities makes it really diverse. Because each class has different movement. There's like a movement ability. Yeah. There are certain abilities that are, are like buffs. There are abilities that uh, you can like slow players down. You can. There's like there are skill shots like. And stuff like that. It's yeah, yeah. I mean that that sounds cool. I mean they're kind of taking the hero genre in a way and mixing it with a battle royale. And hopefully it's good. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, I think there's yeah. There there are the standard game modes like they're yeah solos, duels, squads. I think more than anything, I hope it finds an an audience. Yeah. You know, because some of these battle royales are not <laughs> performing very well. Mm-hmm some of the newer ones and I think it's very much this genre is turning into like the MOBA genre of like you have your Dota and League of Legends and those are the two and then some other things might find an audience but it's going to be tough so I hope this can find an so audience it, using it sounds that, unique enough using that comparison I think this is the hmm. smite the smite or heroes of the storm okay of, of the genre yeah uh, it's I think it's. It, I honestly, I like playing this more than uh, than Fortnite. And I, is it? I think PUBG is a different thing altogether. I don't think this is a competitor to PUBG in a way because, like, PUBG is kind. It's very structured in a way. Like, there's, mm-hmm. a, and where I I feel like in the Realm Royale and in Fortnite, it's like just balls out kill people as soon as you can where yeah. i think for where i think PUBG is more of the long game yeah yeah fortnite you got ball out mm-hmm. for sure yeah I, I i'll be playing this cool on playstation 4 uh yeah speaking of betas so, <laughs> Fallout 76's beta is in october I think you have to pre-order to get into it. You do. It's releasing in November, so the beta will be October thirtieth <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, there's no get, actual date. I'm just throwing it out. There. It's just, yeah. It. I guess this could be like a stress test for their servers for that, and that 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 is important. I'm tempted to pre-order this game to play this beta just because of, like, I'm very curious on Fallout seventy six. And I kind of, in a way, would like to try it before. Like, I would like to maybe try to play it with friends, but also see what it's like playing solo and and that. So maybe might might give that a go. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it kind of stinks you have to pre-order to get it, but but who knows? Whatever. I'll try it. But looking forward to it. I, it's kind of weird. Like, yeah, it's happening in October, and then we still have to wait for the exact date. But it's okay. All right. Where's your hype level on Fallout 76? Uh, 
Mm. Well, now that I'm playing another survival game, No Man's Sky, I'm not sure. I, I really don't know. But uh, I like Fallout's universe. Mm-hmm. I I like a lot of the wonky stuff that happens in Fallout, but I'm not sure how it works as a survival game. I've tr- I've played survival mods on PC for the for Fallout Three and Four, and they're okay. I I'm not sure if I enjoy playing the game like that. So it really depends how much how many survival mechanics they put into this. Uh, yeah, I'd like it to be more of a hey, just go out and build your base, see what kind of stuff you find out there. Mm-hmm. But if it's like you have to farm to to get yeah. food, yeah. so all that shit, I, I don't I don't think that's yeah. going to be interesting. I I agree with you. I don't I don't want that sort of stuff. Some, in a way, I kind of want the survival elements to be very light in the game because I want to go questing and set off nukes with my friends. That sounds that sounds like a way better experience than making sure I'm fed. You know, like you know, it's already enough work to feed yourself in life. Why do I want to feed another you know, yeah. a character that's not real? I don't want to do that. It's not fun. If I wanted to do that, I'd play The Sims. Exactly. Exactly. Or you can just have a babby. <laughs> yeah, I guess. That, that's that's kind of a long-term <laughs> thing. That's, that's one of those things where you... There's no real turning back. No. That, whereas... There's not. Video game, you can just turn it off. Yeah, exactly. That's the nice part, I guess. Mm. Speaking of turning off, uh, so I think it's interesting to see uh, a lot of loot box stuff turned off now. Yeah, literally. Like there's there's a movement now to games just not having loot boxes. That's to include on yep. the Xbox side, Forza, and on a EA side, uh, Battlefield. Four, f- Battlefield Five. Yep, I keep getting fucked up with that title because yeah. it doesn't. Nate, their and name then suck. Last week, Shadow of War, and then took Shadow them all of War out. Took them all out. Yeah. Um, I thought there was another game recently that took it out too. I'm blanking. Uh, but like, also, uh, you know, Forza Seven's getting rid of them. They came out and said we're not yeah. doing that in Forza Horizon Four. Mm-hmm. So they're just out in front of it. So yeah, it's interesting. It's almost like. You know, last fall, they'd all kind of hit it once because there's all these. That's when a lot of AAA games all come out. They were all trying to do that loot boxes all at the same time. It's kind of weird when you really think about it. It's like they all were like talking to each other. It was like, yeah, let's do it. You know, and now they're all talking to each other. It was like, let's let's not (laughs) let's just take them out. And it's almost like it's almost a whole year later. It's like now all these games are taken out after they made their money mm. but whatever you know if there are loot boxes i want to see percentages i want to see drop rates which is exactly what psionics has been releasing mm-hmm. information on they released official statistical percentages for their loot boxes uh and they are as follows 
rare items are 55%. And that's the minimum, that's the minimum rarity of stuff that comes out of loot crates. Okay. So that's why rare is at 55%. Very rare is at 28%. Imports at 12%. Exotics, 4%. And the elusive black market items are 1%. Wow. The chances of getting painted or certified attributes is 25% each. I didn't realize that black market items were that rare because I got two of them. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. I think it's good that they're publishing this, though. I mean, psionics has always been kind of a consumer-friendly thing in company uh, that kind of just snuck loot boxes in there. When you think about it, like, nobody was really talking about it, but I think it's also because, like they don't really like they sell paid DLC, but it's not like game changing stuff yeah. and none of this stuff. It's game all changing. like a lot of this. It's all cosmetic. DLC is actually licensed cosmetic. Yeah, stuff exactly. Too. So, so like that's why people were uh, all up, up in arms about it. But, um, so they did it in like a much better way than a lot of companies. And now them coming out and saying, here's your chances of getting this stuff. I think, I think smart. I think more companies should just do this. Cause it's just a, a nice thing to do. Um, because like, what's the matter? Like, what are you trying to hide? Honestly, like if it's a rare, super rare item, of course it's going to have a much lower chance of actually dropping. So who gives a shit if you tell us or not, but it's best to just it's actually tell. like a market where people pay real money for these items too. Oh really? Yeah. Like there's like, I could like I checked looked up a few of my items and like I noticed that I have a few I, like I sold like a handful of items I could make like ten or twelve bucks. Wow, interesting. So Rocket League's like CS:GO, kind of, but I I don't think, without the gambling. I don't yeah I don't think it's gotten to the gambling <laughs> yet. Ah. <laughs> uh. But yeah, it's very interesting. Also, like the rocket pass is coming up later this summer. And in that you won't be earning crates, you'll be earning keys to open crates. Mm. Uh, I think is the smart thing to do. Yeah. Because you don't want to like give them a crate and then be like, oh, shit, you have to go buy a key to open this crate now. Mm -hmm. Do you think Call of Duty Black Ops 4 will have a battle pass? Oh, fuck. Because then oh, they would have the fuck. microtransactions, the season pass, and the battle pass. They'd have the whole shebang. That's what Call of Duty does. Yeah, yeah now, you, now that you say it, yeah. Yeah, they, they will. Call of Duty Blackout me. Battle Pass. Yeah, it, it would not shock me. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I can see it. Mm. You subscribe to the Battle Pass service. So... You can take Blackout with you to the next Call of Duty game. You can take all your stuff. Mm -hmm. God damn. No. Let's let's clean our palates here with something wholesome. You like kart racers, right? I do. Do you like Nickelodeon? I was a Nickelodeon kid. Here's a fucking Nickelodeon kart racer being announced. All right. Yeah. uh, Hmm. Announced today and out in a few months, Nickelodeon and Game Mill Entertainment have announced a Nickelodeon card racer titled Nickelodeon Card Racers for PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Whoop. Mm. So you get to play the Rugrats, 
SpongeBob characters. Um, Tommy Pickles, Reptar, <laughs> Angelica. <laughs> yeah, Arnold, Patrick and Sandy. Um, and all four of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, $40 game. Yeah, October 23rd. You know... <laughs> Fucking, I don't even know. Seven, eight, nine year old me, six year old me, maybe, I don't really know. Would have been so stoked for this game. Just look at the screenshot. It, do, it looks like. Yeah, it kind of looks mm, not the greatest. It kind of. So I'm not sure if it's just my memory, but this looks like a PS2 game. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Maybe, maybe an early PS3 Early game. PS3 sounds about right, actually, now that I'm looking at, like, some of the hair and... Uh, some of the shadows. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, the textures on, on the track don't look great. Those bushes, whatever the fuck that is over there, just doesn't the look foliage. the best. But, hey, whatever. It's, a pro- it's a, probably a very low-budget game from Nickelodeon Nickelodeon looking to get in on that probably way too late probably but hey man if you have a kid this this could be a a good thing to get them I guess and in a world where Mario Kart exists yeah Mario Kart's kid friendly and all all sorts of stuff yeah if you have a switch then yeah I mean I think Mario Kart is just just because it is a better game but also like is good for kids to play um, but if you have a PS4, maybe, I don't know. There's probably other things. There's like beach buggy racing. I don't know I think if that's people good. who are in the <laughs> kart racer, like who are looking for kart racers own a switch and own Mario Kart. Yeah. Because I, I don't think you're into kart racers unless that like, because there hasn't been other real good kart racers no. that, to compete with Mario Kart since crash team racing. Exactly. Please bring back Crash Team Racing. Hands down the best car racer. I'm still saying it. Hands fucking down. And then uh, I'm still waiting for like Uncarded. I think they should make that. <laughs> That'd be fun, right? What the heck? You can like shoot each other and hop from cart to cart, fight each other. Why not? Mm. That'd be fun. Mm. What if there was a PlayStation All-Stars card game? Ooh, yeah, you don't yeah, it's not like like the Smash Brothers type of game that they put out. It's a car racer, but like you have like Kratos and Ratchet and Drake yeah. and Aloy. Oh. Just copy everything Nintendo does with your <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Why not? And like if you're Kratos, like and you get, you can have, yeah, like, everybody would have these special abilities. If you're Kratos, it would be like, Calliope! And then he, like, sends his blades of chaos out and grabs your tire and just pulls you back and blows you up. Where, where's my, uh, where's my Killzone Cross Minions XCOM game? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if those two things go together at all. <laughs> Not even close. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, new and exciting, like Dragon Ball Fighters, is new and exciting. Very exciting to see Dragon Ball Fighters being the most popular game at Evo. Yeah, the biggest fighting game event. Wow. 
Did Evo happen? I think Does she, she, <laughs> mm, I don't think it happened. I think it's happening. Oh, I think no. this is, Evo, this is okay. the registration. These are the okay. registration. This is registration. Evo takes place August 3rd to 5th. Yeah. So next it's week. coming up soon. Yeah. Next weekend. Um wow. Yeah, that's good. I mean, I think Dragon Ball Fighters Z Fighters. I think it's called Fighters. I don't care. Uh, You know, has still some, uh, you know, good buzz to it being a new game, an interesting game. This just makes sense that it that it's going to be popular at, at the tournament. Yeah, I'm no good at it now. Like if I go online right now, I'll get my ass kicked. Mm hmm. By just even average players, I'll just get my ass kicked. Yeah. It's I'm bad at fighting games. Yeah. Except Soul Calibur, which I'm excited for later this year. <laughs> the the other games on here though was uh number two is Street Fighter Five Arcade Edition, then Tekken Seven, Smash Brothers Wii U, Smash Brothers Melee, lost by one registrant, mm. whatever that's called. Um to the Wii version. Uh, Blaze Blue, Cross Tag Battle, Guilty Gear, Exert, Wrath 2, and then Injustice 2. Not too many in, in on that one mm. compared to others, but yeah. Good. Interesting. I was at a restaurant in Lancaster. It's a beautiful place. It's called Root. It's awesome food. It, it is all vegan food, but it is fucking delicious a lot of the stuff they make hmm. and i looked over because they had tvs in there and stuff and i look over and i'm like that's overwatch and it was overwatch on espn yeah and it was like a friday night i'm like damn it's like what we were talking about a few weeks ago with that it's like cool like ignoring my fiance. I was like, Hey, how's your day? Oh shit. Look at that. Genji. Did you see that Genji? I can't do that. That's crazy. Oh, soldier 76. That's who I play. This guy's way better than me. Oh goodness. It was fun. It's a great place. Mainstream now. Yeah, it is. Mm. Is it mainstream enough to get your fiance to play Stardew Valley with you? If you both played Stardew Valley, probably not, but I could see her trying Stardew Valley. I honestly could. Ah, uh, well, if she does, you could play multiplayer. Yeah. And all of you out there can play multiplayer starting in August. It's first going to hit PC, but then roll out to consoles. Multiplayer coming. Finally, after waiting for. God, I feel like it's over been forever. A year. <laughs> yeah. But it is one dude yeah. making this. Gotta He's get it right. Concerned ape. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Started August Valley, first on get PC and then we'll see where it lands, how, how quickly it comes out for console after that. I think it's been in beta, like multiplayer's been in beta on PC for a bit. Mm. So people have been playing together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stardew Valley is still a, still a game that people talk about a lot. Mm. I mean, it, consistently, just because it's, you know, easy to see on there. Like, if you go to the uh, Nintendo eShop, Stardew Valley's been, like, in the top 10 ever since it's fucking launched on the Switch. And I imagine it's still selling well on other systems, too, so. I almost bought it again on Switch. Mm. I almost, it's on my wish list. Oh, Switch. Okay. I'm like, 
Mm. One day I'll just you get to watch the numbers go up. I know. I know. Mm. Yeah. Speaking of numbers going up, that's what happens when you make a sequel. And the sequel to Guacamelee. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's coming out on August 21st. You like Guacamelee? Uh, the first one was great. I did not finish it, but I loved the few hours that I played of it. Well, you might want to hurry up and finish that because Guac yeah. 2. And just call it Guac 2. Guac 2. <laughs> guac, hashtag Guac 2. Yeah. Coming yeah. out on August 21st. Way sooner than I thought, honestly. Uh, but it'll have four-player co-op. Which is exciting. Um, yeah. First game's great. You should play the first game. It's a Metroidvania, Mexican-inspired stuff, like uh, wrestling sort of fighting system that it has. It's, it's, it was an, it's an interesting game. Um, what's your feeling on guacamole? I love guacamole. Good. It's, okay. I'm I glad. Like good guac. I've had bad guac before. Yeah. Bad guac is go to terrible. go to Turkey Hill. Oh, their guacamole is awful. Why awful. would you tell me to go there if it's awful? Why would it's you tell terrible. me to go there? Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, you know. Are you I mean. really a friend? <laughs> <laughs> friends don't let friends get bad guac, dude. I went there and I got hash browns. This was like fucking months ago. It was early in the morning. I was traveling, but I'm hungry. Like, I'm going to go just stop. They'll make me some hash browns. I can move on with my life with the hash browns. You can choose. uh, You can get them with guacamole or salsa. And I think there's something else I forget. So I'm like, fuck it. I'll get one of each. And the salsa was fine. But the guacamole was like really dark and like kind of gross and i'm like no it's i'm like that's that's not how guacamole should look no (laughs) bad guac sucks but good guac Mm. Mm. can't get a burrito without guacamole bro that's that's That's, true that's That's damn true that's my opinion it's a shame they charge extra for it. Yeah, I I was I had to do some travels over the weekend, and I went up to E Town, and there's a place there that I've heard a lot about in the burrito eating community <laughs> <laughs> that I'm not a part of and is not a thing. But uh, it's called the Good Burrito. In every meal that they sell, they they donate um, a portion of it to some charity i forget but it was kind of your your typical burrito place but dude they had some amazing sauces like just fucking i got this carolina barbecue sauce that they made oh delicious Mm. delicious that's a good place burritos are the best Mm. burritos are pretty good and I, yeah, it's been a while since I've had a burrito. I need to go get a oh, You should. You should you should go up to Nito Burrito in Langster. It's right right before like Buffalo Wild Wings. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh I know my god. Is, yeah. Oh my god. That's that's my favorite burrito place. They 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 have they 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 have some really great like sauce like sauces that they make and their burritos are literally like a baby's head. They are the biggest fucking burritos you'll have you'll have in your life. But they're cowboy crunch, delicious. It's mm. um, 
brown rice, refried beans, Cajun chicken. Oh, God. Ranch, crunch some chips in there. And oh, barbecue sauce. They throw some barbecue sauce in it too. So it's like Cajun chicken, barbecue sauce, and ranch. You think they wouldn't go together, but you mix them all together and then you can get, they have a ton of like veggies you can put it on if you want. Delicious. Mm. My favorite burrito. Now I'm hungry for burritos. Yeah. Damn it. We're going to have to go get burritos sometime. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, uh, this week we have some rumors on the rumor tread, the rumor mill, I think yeah. they call it. Microsoft's next console. I thought I saw a code name. Uh, code name Scarlet. Yep. It's going to be, there's going to be local hardware and cloud variations, and it's coming in 2020, according to these rumors. Yeah. And apparently the cloud base device um, will just be for streaming and they're going to use their gigantic Azure uh, server farm that Microsoft owns to, to run all that. And according to this report, they have cracked streaming and like how it can work oh. basically and like input lag and all this stuff. So I don't really know what that means. I have to, I'd have to try it. I'd have to. Yeah. I, this is what, so yeah, this is one of those things where I think it's very important that people try out the streaming. It's, it's going to be strange because people are going to have to try it out on their own home internet. Like it's, I don't know. There, there's got to be a way to know if your, if your home internet's going to cut it. Yeah, definitely. Whether and, they just release specs or they like have a, have a browser client to tell you whether your your stuff is good enough yeah and i i 100 percent agree and there's definitely some some barriers to that and you know regardless of whether this is an xbox story or not like i think it's interesting to talk about because of like do you think sony will take this approach or i don't think so or do you think i think microsoft just has the resources to do this right and, and i think microsoft's definitely better positioned to have a streaming box i could see sony maybe doubling down on like oh we're all about the gamer you know maybe again i i don't know and like giving like another really powerful box or something like that i, I don't i can see them going in a little bit different direction hey look you can let your friend borrow your game yeah <laughs> yeah but but i think you know with microsoft at least according to this rumor doing both yeah that's smart because obviously the world wasn't ready for what they wanted to do with an xbox one and i feel if they tried today maybe it would go over a little bit better maybe not as much as the tv stuff but maybe they're always online I, I don't know who knows it would be interesting to see like what it would be like if they announced that console today but i think having both is interesting because i think even sony would want to do streaming because that cuts out so much shit that cuts out you having to make physical disc it cuts you out gamestop might piss them off but now that's that's exactly that's more money coming to you that then you could you could set up a subscription service maybe playstation plus becomes a a subscription model of yeah you might get free games but now this is how you're going to access your games now 
it kind of like Netflix is you pay $10 a month for Netflix and boom, all this shit. Uh, maybe that's what PlayStation plus could turn into some someday. Um, I do wonder on the whole, like if, if Microsoft does this, um, maybe Sony gets in the game eventually with a streaming console, maybe after these rounds of consoles, like 2027 or something like optical drives will maybe not even be a thing in a console. And it is all just streaming. Like what does that do to, to the industry? Because now you're really cutting out GameStop in in like major retailers. And that's how you push the hardware. So you can sell the software and all this stuff. And if you're not selling the games anymore, you know, maybe GameStop would still sell the hardware, but but how much would they support you? You know what I mean? It's just an interesting thought I had had the other day of like, maybe it doesn't matter in the end, but but th- but that's kind of why like Microsoft and Sony and, and any of these publishers, they, they could sell their games digitally for cheaper potentially, but they don't want to undermine the retail right now but i think at some point they're just going to say fuck it and <laughs> say this is what we need to do and and move forward with it um but yeah next generation dude it's it's heating up mm-hmm. 2020 is like wow that's not very far away um I find it you know interesting you know microsoft actually came out and said they're they're working on it and who knows what Sony's going to do? I have a feeling we'll know more later this year. You think later I this think, year they'll say something? I think they'll say something at PSX. I can see them saying something, maybe not announcing it, but kind of doing like what Microsoft did at E3. It's like, yeah, we're R&D in this shit, you know? Uh, and, and, and it's interesting, like... With streaming, when you think about it, if it can work and the internet works, the government's not screwing you without net neutrality, stuff like that. Um, streaming might be the, one of the better things, theoretically. I, I'm talking in a perfect world if everything works, because then you take away hardware limitations of the box you know what i mean and now you're just streaming these super high-end games to this box and and it's not like oh the ps4 well it it, you know it it has a worse frame rate because you know you're not running on a high-end pc you know what i mean that's an interesting thought too and that's something i could i could be down for honestly but you know like, like you said i mean there's there's a lot that goes into that like in, in the area that we're at right now, will that work? I don't know. If you're living in San Francisco, will that work? Probably yeah, pretty well, honestly. But if you're living in like a rural rural area, that, that's that's tricky, which I think makes sense to to make the actual box you know, because that still doesn't cut those people out. Um, the options are there. I and mean, I think it'll be interesting what, what Sony does, whether they just go the box route that's still, you can put a disc in. Um, will they go just to streaming? Will they do both? You know, will they do the box and the streaming comes later? I don't know. 
if you do a streaming box, will there be any mid generation upgrades to it? I mean, maybe you could still do that. Hmm. I don't know. Will well, kind of pointless to There's so much guess to think. This. Uh-huh. I'm feeling it. I now I'm just I'm just gonna wait and see. Yeah, it'll be an interesting time over the next two years. I'm not ready to let go of my PlayStation yet. I'm not either, honestly. Like I'm not itching for for a new console at all. They're gonna have to convince me that I need the new one. Yeah, yeah. I guess too. Last point I'll say is if you're doing streaming. And technically, you could always have it be backwards compatible. Yes. So then that's not even a... So then generations literally would end. Yes. Completely. (laughs) I don't know. Interesting. Very, very interesting. But that's not something we can put our hands on just yet i have one more thing to throw out that we should probably just mention oh. i threw this in like man i totally forgot to tell you um they announced a spider-man ps4 pro bundle thought, did, did we talk about this last week i think we did talked that about happen this. last week i think this happened last week okay maybe we did because in my my the I, way I'm thinking about it, Comic-Con was last weekend, yeah, so I'm I, thinking it's I'm got announced. I'm pretty sure we okay. talked about this last week. All right. Well, it's a bad-looking console. Yeah. I think I talked about that I didn't like the controller as That's much. right. That's right. Okay. We did talk about this, because it was announced ahead of time, now that I think about it. Because I keep thinking of Comic-Con as last weekend, because that's when like Comic-Con. all the news and trailers dropped, and all that jazz. Yeah. Been, it's been crazy it's been crazy busy honestly like a lot of stuff to keep up with not not necessarily just games but there's there's a lot of other stuff that's happening mm-hmm. very busy world yes but yeah no, there's always time no, for games. new video games right <laughs> no not always time well it seems like they don't give a damn if there's time or not there are new video oh, games holy jesus there are too many video games out this week hey tyler do you want to talk about the first video game aces of luftwaffe squadron ps4 every end is a new beginning when europe seemed to be freed a secret German commando called the Aces of Luftwaffe took their chance to strike back and invade the USA. It's your duty to restore peace and liberty by climbing aboard deadly wings of steel and fight against the fearsome war machines in bombastic air battles. That is a crazy ass looking Nazi ship. Lasers. Okay. Next up is Earhart, Tales of Broken Wings. Hmm. Earhart is a diesel punk airplane action game where every colorful level is built on top of the previous one, all the way up to the stratosphere. Diesel punk. Diesel punk. I'm just I'm just picturing Vin Diesel. Dude, I was just going to say something about Vin Diesel. Damn. Vin Diesel punk. Uh... What's the world look like if Vin Diesel is ruling it? So you've seen the Riddick movies, right? No. It's kind of like, oh, you have not. Oh. No. Shit, you need to do that. I know. I should. I've heard, I've heard the good things. 
I finished watching all the Harry Potter movies over the weekend. Have you watched any of them? I've watched a couple of them. <laughs> they were okay. Hmm. They were fine. I like the way it ends. But some of the chapters leading up to the ending had good moments, but were unnecessarily long. Like, don't need to be two and a half hours long. Sorry. The Banner Saga 3 is probably not two and a half hours long. But you can find out on your PS4. Banner Saga 3 is the final dramatic chapter in the mature story-driven Viking RPG series, which has won more than 20 awards and has been nominated for four BAFTA awards. As the world continues to crumble around you, who can you trust? How will you protect your allies? And what choices will you, will you make as the darkness draws near? If you haven't caught up on the Banner Saga, you can get the entire trilogy in, a, in one package mm-hmm. that includes the first two games. Uh, these games, they are turn-based strategy games, right? Or you've played them. They have a they, really cool art based style. and there's like a battle grid. Okay. Like it's kind of like there's a <laughs> Yeah, there's there's there're like turn orders and then like different movement movement action points and kind of that kind of stuff. Okay. But yeah, it's it's very interesting. Different classes of characters with different abilities. Um uh, it's it's a game that I get frustrated with because I feel like I can't win. <laughs> like, especially with like narrative choice, like when you're going through like with, it's kind of like a visual novel in between battles. Yeah. And some of the choices you make there, it feels like there's always a bad outcome that's going to happen. There's just a sense of dread anytime you do something in that game. Yeah. I love the art style of it though. Yeah. And hand it's, drawn looking. Its, it's soundtracks cool. are always like fan fucking tastic. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh baby, here we go. <laughs> what Bud Spencer up? and Terrence Hill slaps and beans. Wow. On PlayStation 4. Bud Spencer and Terrence Hill in their first act, virtual adventure. A brand new story. Whether in the Western Saloon, Miami downtown, at the fairground, etc., you'll get the full load of funny conversation, slaps, and of course, lots of mass brawls. Wow. Looks like a brawler from yeah. this cover art. This looks incredible. Look at the Abe Lincoln looking dude. He has, his legs are so long. He's like as tall as that building. Hmm. Yeah. Candle, the power of the flame. Candle is an adventure with challenging puzzles. Play as Teku, a young novice on a dangerous journey to rescue his tribe's shaman from the evil tribe of the Wakcha. Hmm. Okay. Next up is a PlayStation VR game. Detached. Enter space and become an astronaut in zero-g. Detached is a space exploration VR game that demands tactics and skill to survive. I wonder if No Man's Sky will ever get a VR mode. I hope it does. That'd be cool. Next up is Game Tengoku Cruisin' Mix on PS4. Game Tengoku Cruisin' Mix is an enchanted port of... Jellico's classic 90s vertically scrolling shooting game. 
okay. Mm. This looks anime. Mm. Gnome's Garden 3 is the next game on the list here. No, the Gnome Princess has finally come home. She managed to take to make peace with the trolls and befriend their queen. But at home, evil was afoot. A warlock collector stole the gnome monarch's castle along with the royal family. Has she come gnome? Get it? Shut up. <laughs> Next, no. <laughs> Next up is Hello Neighbor, PS4 digital and retail. Hello Neighbor is a stealth horror game about sneaking into your neighbor's house and figure out what horrible secrets he's hiding in the basement. This game got awful reviews when it came out on Xbox, I think, mm. and PC. Check it out, because it's been out for a little while. So. Mm. Mega Man X Legacy Collection 1 and 2. Own all eight titles in the epic action-packed Mega Man X Saga. <laughs> Test your skills in the new X Challenge mode, which pits players against two deadly bosses at once. Ooh. Next up is Narcosis PS4. Stranded on the seafloor with your low light and fuel tools, few tools, an industrial, an industrial diver takes desperate steps to surface before his dwindling oxygen. Insanity. Give out. I wouldn't want so, to be a diver. I wouldn't either. No. I don't want to know what's down there. Yeah. Sounds depressing. <laughs> the Persistence. Another PlayStation VR game is out this week. Caught in the inexor- inex- inexorable pool of, of black hole. And the, <laughs> with the crew mutated into horrific murderous aberrations, it's down to you. A clone of a security officer, Zimri Eater, to save the ship and make the jump back to Earth. Oh my god. What? (laughs) Phil's epic Phil-a-Pix adventure. This looks horrifying. Create beautiful pixel art as you reveal 120 amazing photographs from Phil's epic trip around the world. Dude, Nobody that, that, needs that's this. That's just Mario. That's just Mario in a different art style. It's a terrible looking Mario. Nobody needs this. It's a me. I got the okay. cookie and the coffee. Wow. Where's that tea? That might be tea. <laughs> Does Mario drink coffee or tea? Coffee. Mm. And and I'm only thinking coffee because that's what makes him get hyped and jump around. Mm. I don't know. Tea can be packed with caffeine too, man. True. True. I would not want to be packed with caffeine when playing Remothered Tormented Fathers was out on PC last year. I think last year or earlier this year. But it's out on PlayStation now. Remother Tormented Fathers is a pure and realistic survival horror. The story revolves around Rosemary Reed, a fascinating 35-year-old woman who reaches Richard Felton's house in order to investigate the disappearance of a girl called Celeste. Is it a sequel to Celeste? I don't think so. (laughs) Sea of Memories, PS4. 
challenge your mind with puzzles based on optical illusions. Find the perfect angle by rotating the pieces to clean up the chaos. Okay. Oh, man. Another sim is out there. I like simulation games. Here we go. Train Sim World. That on PlayStation. Train Sim World is a first-person train simulator that brings to life the experience of operating powerful and realistic trains on some of the world's most amazing railways. Damn. Okay. Last one, V-Robot on PSVR. V-Robot is an action game designed for VR about a giant robot smashing cities using unique weapons and or bare hands. Mm. Okay. Oh, buddy. Oh, there's a band called The Internet? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Watch Death of Superman. Oh, it's Shark Week. Oh, fuck. Shark Week? Oh, fuck. I didn't even know it was Shark Week. Guess How so. did I not know it was Shark Week? How did nobody tell me it was Shark Week? I don't, I don't know. I never understood the fascination around Shark Week. Oh. Just being fully honest fuck? with you. Is it really Shark Week? <laughs> I think Aaron Rodgers is doing something with Shark Week. Oh my god. When's Shark Week? Oh, Shark Week 2018 dates. I'm looking at this. Let's see. Hmm. Open this up. See what that says. Mute it just in case. Gone. <laughs> Ugh, that's a scary. Oh yeah, it is a terrible this shark. It is this week, man. I'm missing Shark Week. Oh, How did shit. nobody? F- I'm gonna yell at Twitter about this. Uh, okay. Nobody has told Franklin about sh- Shark Week, and he is a frustrated man. If you're a shark, yo, how do you get your Twitter to look like that? It's called Tweet Deck. <laughs> tweet Deck. Was this like a real time looking thing? Oh fuck. Oh, you know. Nope. But he told me that looks that looks crazy. Oh, can you organize your shit? Yes. Wow. Okay. There we go. Oh shit! I closed a lot of different things. Hey. Yeah. Shark Week. I need to go. I need to go watch some old (laughs) some Shark Week stuff. I like Shark Week because I think it's just rad. I think sharks are terrifying and they deserve to be revered as such. I mean, yeah, like I said, I I've never been into shark week. So I'm like, okay, I, I just don't, I don't get it. Don't we know everything about sharks? There's never enough to know about sharks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you know something about sharks that we don't, you can email us and <laughs> PlayStation Report Podcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at PS Report Podcast. You can leave a review and rate us on your podcast app of choice. Do it. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged On Vids. Y'all doing anything over there right now? Or Yeah, there's some, some reviews up if you're into the metals. The metals. The jungle rot. There are a lot of metals there are. in No Man's Sky. Oh, is there? Yeah. Yeah? A, a, a very uh, 
commonly used metal, they can just call it chromatic metal, where you put a bunch of copper, emerald, mm. uh, what's that? what else is there, cadmium, there are different rarities to this kind of, there, there's, there's a Pokedex of, of elements. Oh, now. cool. That tells you, yeah, that tells you a little bit about every element. Right on. Stuff. That, yeah. I'm... What, I'm going to be playing some more No Man's Sky. What are you going to be playing? Uh, Destiny 2. And... I don't know. Figure that part out. Mm. The uh, the and part. But Destiny 2. Go try to do them raids. Like, yeah. like I said. I think I'll hop in there with you. <sighs> Alright, well. It's time for us to say goodbye. Until next time. Be good to each other. Play your video games and go to sleep.